want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go. So, uh, I was painting my toenails. You were? Yeah. And this really random, funny memory came to mind. Oh. Are you ready? Uh-huh. So, I was probably probably around four. Mm-hmm. I was pretty young. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like a pretty independent, self-sufficient kid. So, I was just yeah. kind of left alone and mm-hmm. played Barbies or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I decided to wander into my mother's bedroom one day uh-huh. and I took out all of her nail polishes mm-hmm. and I started painting my toenails with every single nail polish she had. Uh-huh. So what ended up happening was... You ruined all of them? I ruined all of them <laughs> and my toenail polish was so thick and brown from all the different colors uh-huh. and now all the bottles were brown <laughs> that my toenail polish... <laughs> never dried and i started rolling around on the carpet (laughs) so it looked like a shit storm that's great in the bedroom and it was actually nail polish and obviously it didn't come off um but before she saw that i was like hey i have a good idea let's call 911 (laughs) with my (laughs) with my toes i'll paint it up so so I call. I remember this moment so vividly. I don't know why. I called nine one one, and I was like, "She said like nine one one. How can I help you or whatever they how said." How can I help you? I don't. I don't remember. Oh, nine one one at your service. <laughs> What's your name? I think she started her. Uh-huh. But I remember thinking like, "Wow, there's so much noise in the background. Like it sounded really busy." Uh-huh. And I just like sat there, like breathing into the phone, and she's like, "Hello, are you okay? Hello." and like i hung up and for some reason that didn't satisfy me enough yeah so i had to call back Mm -hmm. um and literally by the time i had called back Mm -hmm. i had heard a knock at the door Mm -hmm. and i was like oh man (laughs) so like i ran into my bedroom and pretended like i was playing with hot wheels Uh on a blanket and did you have you ever done that as a kid did you take like your blanket and make like roads and mountains and put your hot wheels uh, like it, make tracks yeah no yeah of course i did well i always used to do that uh-huh. um so i ran into the bedroom and pretended like i was playing with like these hot wheels all along mm-hmm. <laughs> meanwhile i'm like knee deep in toenail polish <laughs> <laughs> uh that didn't go over well no Mm-mm. so who was home oh uh, it was just my mom oh like, so, she thought I was just in my bedroom playing, like uh-huh. I do all the time. Like, I used to, like, read book, like, play Barbies. Uh-huh. Like, I would just always was off playing by myself. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, like, a bad kid. No. You'd play Barbies and then put yourself to bed at seven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I don't know what got into me that day. And I, oh, boy. Yeah. That was not a good night. <laughs> Did you get the spatula? And the cop <laughs> was nice <laughs> no <laughs> um 
A little inside joke. <laughs> um, the cop was like nice mm-hmm. about it, mm-hmm. but like really scary. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a four-year-old, to have a, a cop in uh, your bedroom yelling at you yeah. is just not a good thing. Right. I definitely learned my lesson. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, you're like overly ter- law-abiding. Yes. Yeah. Like, to a ridiculous level. Yeah, I am. Like it's frustrating at times. It's frustrating for me too, though, because when I see somebody not doing the right thing, yeah. I get it upsets me. Yeah. Because I'm like, that is not what I would do, and that's not what you should be doing. Yeah. But there's like. I don't know. Like, like throwing gloves like on the jaywalking. Ground. You're like, whoops, you're out of the crosswalk. Oh my God. Citizens I, arrest. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like that. It's more stuff like littering. Yeah. Loitering. <laughs> oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> jaywalking. <laughs> Walking your duck on Tuesdays. That's right. Having ice cream <laughs> in your back pocket on a Sunday. You know, some real serious shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I actually think that might have been like the worst thing I did as like a child. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I don't think I did. I didn't do much bad at all until. I don't know. Probably like 12. And then, and then the shitstorm started. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that definitely was not a good evening for. I still remember it. So. Yeah. I got yelled at. Stuck with you, huh? Yeah, I got yelled at by a cop. Rightfully so. Yeah. Like you can't do that shit. You don't call nine one one and hang up. Yeah, you fucked up. I did. You're, you're, not to sidetrack, but you're uh, rolling around the bed with the nails. <laughs> painted reminded yeah. me i don't know why but it reminded me of uh just real quick um my friend chuck who used to have his own electrical business uh-huh. used to have like um some customers that were like really wealthy yeah and he told me this story about that uh he um he was working in a house a lot of times they'd leave him in, in the house by himself to yeah. work yeah. And he was working and um he he wasn't allowed to go in the bedrooms. He had to go in their bedroom for some reason. I forgot what it was. But um oh, I think like he le- like he let their dog out or something. The dog got in the bedroom, so he went in to get it out of there. Cuz they would have known that he let the dog out of like the room it was in. Yeah. So when he went in, the, I guess they had like a white like shag carpet and it was vacuumed like perfectly so if someone walked on it you could see the footprints <laughs> so he, he said he went in there and walked on it and got the dog out and then he saw the footprints so he went like he kneeled over and like wiped his arms across it to to smooth the carpet off yeah and um he didn't realize that he had cut his arm so it's white carpet and he cut his arm on something and he fucking wiped <laughs> blood all over it <laughs> Oh, that's a bad day. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. (laughs) Too funny. All right, should we... uh... You know it. All right. We're going to start off with Obsessor. This was a Brandon Farrell project who was in Municipal Waste. 
for a spell. Mm -hmm. uh, he passed away in 2016. The local tie is that this um, Jim Callahan played drums on this. Mm -hmm. And Jim is from Moment of Truth and lives in Rochester. Yeah. And we're going to hear Ravaged Generation. Cool. And then we're going to go into Shallow Teeth from Buffalo with Wolf Blood.
Joke time. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) A man gets on the bus and ends up sitting next to a very attractive nun. Enamored with her beauty, he asks, can I have sex with you? Naturally, she says no and gets off the bus. The man goes to the bus driver and asks him if he knows a way for him to have sex with the nun. Well, says the bus driver, every night at around 8 o'clock, she goes to the cemetery to pray. If you dress up as God, I'm sure you could convince her to have sex with you. The man decides to try it out and dresses up in his finest God costume. At 8 o'clock, he sees the nun and appears before her. Oh God, she exclaims, take me with you. The man tells the nun that first she must have sex with him to prove her loyalty. The nun says yes and agrees, but tells him that she prefers anal. Before you know it, they're getting down to it, having nasty, grunty, loud sex. After it's over, the man pulls off his god disguise and says, Ha ha! It's me! I'm the man from the bus! Ha ha! Says the nun, removing her costume. I'm the bus driver! (laughs) (laughs) I like that. You want to know what else I like? Your joke reading voice. You do? Yeah. (laughs) I enjoy that. (laughs) Thanks for listening. So I have a question for you. Hmm. Uh, what do you think was cool when you were young that isn't anymore? Like, what did you used to think was cool that hmm. you no longer think is cool anymore? Hmm. Like how young? There's a lot that was really cool. I don't but- know. Like the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of that is smoking. Because mm-hmm. I used to think I was a shit with a cigarette in my hand. And I look back and I'm like, oh, I just want to. 
Yeah. Smack myself. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like me now <clears throat> hates probably um like thirty five and before. It's <laughs> <laughs> not very long ago. Um. Yeah, I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff. There's uh, a lot of clothing, definitely. Mm, see, that's kind of nostalgic. Yeah. To me, in a way, like some of it is really stupid, and obviously I wouldn't wear it today. Mm-hmm. But not to sidetrack you, mm-hmm. we'll get back to the question. Mm-hmm. I think bell bottoms are coming back again. Yeah. Like I've seen them shopping online, and I'm like, oh, here we go. What were those? I don't remember this. You told me before, but... Chenkos. Okay. How did you know what I was going to say? I don't know. Because <laughs> that, that is one thing from when I was younger that I used to think were so cool. Yeah. And they were so expensive. Yeah. And the dumbest thing ever. They looked like a pair of shorts that were way too long. <laughs> yeah, they were huge. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Like you couldn't see people's shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Crazy. So can you think of anything? Um, I was thinking parachute pants. Okay. Um Those are coming back too. Are they? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Hmm. They don't call them parachute pants though. And they're like a tad different. What are they now? Um I don't know what they're called. Zippered dungarees. <laughs> <laughs> Zippered pantaloons. Um, I had parachute pants in every color. You did? Yeah. Wasn't it after the parachute pants time? Um, I mean, no, I didn't have parachute pants. You want to know what I had? Hmm. Those pants that had the really long pockets that you could take out uh-huh. and like button them in the front, button them in the back. Hmm. But... I don't understand. They kind of looked like parachute pants. You don't know what I'm talking about? I don't uh, know. People will know what I'm talking about, I feel like. Uh, all right. Like, you you took these really big pockets out. Mm-hmm. Like, you took your pockets w- out. Why? Inside out. Why? And then you have these extra pieces of material. Why? And then there it came with a button. So you could, like, button them in the front. You I, could button them in the back. You can keep... So you had, like, three or four pair of pants in one. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to look them up. You're right. going to know what I'm talking about. I'm not understanding. The, this has gone on way too All long. All right. <laughs> I need to see this because I'm not understanding <laughs> what the point of taking your pockets out and buttoning them would be. Well, it's like a fashion thing. Oh. Okay. Is but they like, did look kind of parachute pant-ish. Is it like when I take my uh, my sweater, my long sleeve sweater and uh, tie it and put it around my neck? <laughs> I like how you had to specify on this show only that it's a long sleeve sweater. Well, you can't tie the sleeves and if it's short sleeve <laughs> or no sleeves. Right. That's a bride sweater. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. No one knows what we're talking about. Well, they're all tuning out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Smoking was definitely the first thing that came to mind for me. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. everything else is like a little bit nostalgic for me. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going 
going to think about this and I'll get back to you. All right. Should we play a couple songs in the meantime? After some songs, yes. Okay. Uh, So we have two Syracuse bands. All right. The first one is Snapmare with the song Deteriorate. That's what you do to me. And you fucking wake me up at night. Don't get me started with that bullshit. Mm -mm. (laughs) Don't get me started. You don't want me to go there. Uh, And then we're going to go into excoriation with painless suffering. And this is pretty cool. These guys were on like a 15 year hiatus and Mm -hmm. they're writing again. That's very cool. Yeah. Welcome back.
Hey everyone, this is Robert Vinu at Immolation, and you're listening to Ken and Jen on Grim Dystopian Podcast.
Off to Murderpedia we go. Mm, all right. I present to you this week, Mary Runkle. <laughs> she was accused of killing her husband, mm-hmm. John Runkle, mm-hmm. in 1847 mm. in Oneida County, New York, mm. which is kind of local to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was executed by hanging. Really? Um, at Whitesboro on November 9th, 1847. Wow. Yeah, so his uh, cause of death, death was strangulation, but I guess she beat no. the hell out of him. No, it was her cause of death, too. <laughs> <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> uh, let's see, around 4 a.m. on the morning of August 19th, 19th, 1847, 12-year-old Elizabeth Runkle, daughter, frantically requested help from her neighbors in Oneida, New York, saying that her father, John Runkle, was having fits and she believed he was dying. (laughs) Uh, The neighbors dressed and quickly went to the Runkle house but arrived to find that John Runkle had died. He was wearing a clean white shirt, lying on the bed with his hands folded. His face was badly bruised. (laughs) So apparently her story was he was having fits all night and rolling off the bed. <laughs> and that's why he was all bruised. <laughs> um, traces of blood found on the floor where they were mopped up. Um, bundle of clothes um, hidden in the kitchen that were moist and wet with blood. Um, after post-mortem examination, the doctors concluded that there was no evidence that John could have died a natural death, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, ba, 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 ba. Mary Runkle was surprised and indignant that anyone would su- suspect her of murder. Um, apparently, this, this chick had a rap sheet. Mm. Of like stealing, I guess a peddler had come through and disappeared and they were somehow, attached. the Runkles were somehow attached to that story, uh-huh. but they could never prove it. Mm. I don't know what forensics was like in 1847. Right. Um, so they kind of like hopped around based on people accusing them of crimes mm-hmm. and they ended up in Oneida. Mm. Um, so she went to trial September 16th, 1847. Mm. It's our wedding anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) The case was given to the jury on September 21st, and after deliberating for less than three hours, they returned with the trial's only surprise. Most observers felt that Mrs. Rundle would, at worst, be found guilty of second-degree murder, but the jury found her guilty of first-degree murder, a capital offense. Mm. Um, so then they go into talking about her hanging, Mm -hmm. which apparently was new at the time. Really? Um, I guess here, Mm -hmm. like in New York, Mm. it was new at the time. Okay. Um, rather than falling through a trap door, the prisoner is yanked upward (laughs) with a counterweight and then dropped. Mary Runkle sat on a chair in a room inside the Whitesboro jail. 
with the noose around her neck, the rope passed up through a hole in the ceiling. A few minutes after noon, the sheriff asked Mary if she had anything to say. She made no reply. Then, in quotes, the bell rang, the cord was cut, and she was landed into eternity. <laughs> huh. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder what the last hanging was for... Um, I don't know, but I can do some research and get back to you on okay. that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> <laughs> I better stop having my fits at night. She, so apparently, and I don't know, these murderpedias, I don't know if you've ever like gone on and read these, but mm -hmm. they're pages and pages of yeah. details. Mm-hmm. And I think all of her children died somehow, but they could never like prove it. Mm -hmm. But they could prove that she killed her husband. Mm -hmm. So they hanged her for that. Mm -hmm. But I think all of her other children ended up mm. perished as well. Interesting. Yeah. Sounds like she uh, went off the deep end there. Mm -hmm. Hey, do you hear that? What? Shh.
So that was AGL from Rochester. I think now they're listed as Pennsylvania, maybe. Mm-hmm. And that was from 2002. And our good buddy Chris Popper played bass on that. Yeah. Tim Young was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the best thing to do with AGL is to go to Metal Archives and look it up. Yeah. There's there a lot of history there. A lot of people in and out of the band and some people that should have been on that release that may not have been. But we're not going to go into all that here. Grandma has some uh, cool shit in her pantry. She does. Right? Yeah. So you had some homework. Yeah. Um, what was cool when you were younger that isn't so cool anymore? Well, some people can rock a mullet. Mm, you did rock a Supremo I, mullet. I don't know if I did. But. No, you definitely did. <laughs> and what I think is hilarious <laughs> is when people see you out yeah. and they're like, hey, where'd you come from? And you're like, oh, I've always been here, like <laughs> naming past bands and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then you have to say like, yeah, you know, I used to have a Supreme mullet. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I remember you. <laughs> they're like, oh, you're that dummy. <laughs> but you... uh yeah, if you took my hair mm-hmm. and you made it like four times curlier mm-hmm. and uh, turned it into a mullet. Yeah, put a pinch of Tiger King in there. Yeah. You know, no, I'm kidding. Mm. No. no. <laughs> yeah, so I guess, I mean, I I had that for... So there was a time when that haircut was in. Yeah. But, but I had mine for... Well after that. <laughs> <laughs> well after that. <laughs> so yeah, that's not. Hey, that's okay. Uh, I um I remember. Oh man, I had to have been like, the twelve, thirteen, maybe. Mm-hmm. And my neighbor, who I was friends with, was a swimmer, mm-hmm. and she had. I don't know why that is relevant, but. <laughs> Um, she had short hair mm-hmm. and that wasn't like common mm-hmm. back then for mm-hmm. like girls to have short hair. Yeah. Everyone like had long hair, mm-hmm. but she didn't. And she was so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, we used to swim all the time and whenever she'd come out of the pool, like her hair would be like slicked back and it would look so cool. And I was like, I want my hair to do that. <laughs> so my mom took me to like, I don't know, cuts are us or <laughs> super cuts or some shit. Yeah. And my hair was so long, so long. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and I was like, this is what I want. And I showed her a picture. Yeah. And she's like, mm, I don't know. She's like, what if we cut the front and leave the back? <laughs> and I didn't know at the time like what a mullet was, uh-huh. but they were trying to give me a mullet. I would have walked out of there with a mullet. With a fullet? Yeah. <laughs> but I chopped all of my hair off and I hated it. Yeah. Yeah. My hair did not look cool and slicked back when I got out of the pool. No. Um, yeah, there's a picture of it somewhere. <laughs> it very awkward. Yeah. And then growing it out was a bitch. Yeah. Because like it curled under in the back. Mm. I had a flip. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no way to get rid. Of, what am I gonna do? Straighten it? So yeah. I have like <clears throat> three inches of hair on my neck. Yeah. It, it was rough. I remember when, when I was, um. There's some pictures that we joke about during my younger years when I was like 12 or 13. Yeah. And uh, when I was trying to grow my hair and it, it, there was a stage where it did a flip. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It looked like, um, I don't know what that style, was it called the flip from like the 60s? Yeah, I like instantly thought of like Elvis, no, it but, was, but it, was it wasn't what, Elvis. It was what women had like in the 60s, Yeah, like that flip thing Yeah, or it curled up on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, it was doing that for a while and <laughs> that, that was no good. No good at all. Yeah. The choices we make. I know. You know, mm -hmm. I'm still making them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is there anything else that you thought you're, was cool? You're sitting across from one of your great choices. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. There's a, so there's so many things that we revisit, mm -hmm. like Nintendo video games mm -hmm. that we used to think was the shit. And we're like, this is boring. Some. Yeah, a lot of it's bullshit, but there there's some that have aged well, I think. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, Super Mario Brothers is classic. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't want to get those hundred lives and... Mm -hmm. Gotta have those and, hundred lives. And beat the game. <laughs> um, You know, we... When we watched He-Man, mm -hmm. I hadn't seen He-Man since... I don't know. Like the 80s. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That didn't age well. No. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. I I can still watch it, though. I, I was a little disappointed. Yeah, there's some stuff that... some. It's weird. Like, I, I don't know what the formula is, but some stuff is, like, kind of timeless. And then there's others. It's like, holy fuck, how did I watch this back yeah. then? It's what about so bad. What about 21 Jump Street? Uh, what about it? Like, do you think that that's timeless? Uh, no, not exactly, but no. I, I could watch it now. Really? Yeah, it's it's pretty bad, but I could watch it. <laughs> it has some charm to me. I don't know why. Yeah. It might be just nostalgic, I don't know. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Like stuff like The Love Boat, I could watch that, and that's fucking horrible. Mm, yeah, I understand that. Mm, maybe I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That might be a show that you might be watching when I'm sleeping on the couch or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was thinking about something else. Mm. So, you know, um, people have like phrases or sayings that they say. Mm -hmm. And when you say them, like you're polite and you're like, yeah, cool. But like you're thinking that's complete bullshit. Mm -hmm. Do you, can you think of any off at the top of your head? A phrase? Yeah. Like, just like a, a saying or a quote. Um, don't let your meatloaf. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's the first thing that came to mind. I like that one, though. Do people say that? Mm, Joe says that. What does that mean? He used to. I don't know. It means, like, get the fucking... Don't let your meatloaf. Yeah. Like your wiener schnitzel. Don't let your wiener schnitzel loaf. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Um, what's that phrase? Two sixth of seventh half dozen of two. <laughs> <laughs> you really fucked that up. <laughs> what is it? It's um. Six of one, half dozen the other, whatever. You got me all fucked up. Now. I know. <laughs> no, I don't know what it is. You know what I'm saying, number. You know what I'm referring to. Yeah, six of one, half a dozen of the other, right? Isn't that it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So dumb. Yeah. 
Yeah. Why can't we just say it's the same thing? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you don't have to be all clever and sound smart about it. Right. Right. And then you put it, put a baker's dozen in there and that fucks oh, up everything. Yeah, forget about it. And then it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Because then it's not the same. Six and a half of one, baker's <laughs> dozen of the other. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Or, or when, so the, um, yeah, I don't know. What? I don't know. Just like, like when somebody's having a meltdown and you, you hear like encouraging words, mm -hmm. but like really they're just really generic and they come from like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like endeavor to persevere. Yep. That's a good one. <laughs> yep. That's not generic though. I like that one. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, I mean that has a little bit of meaning. I want to give that Indian man a hug. <laughs> uh, all right, we have really cool shit to play here. Yeah, let's play it. All right, we have a hot off the press promo from the band Merciless, mm -hmm. who is from France slash Spain. Mm -hmm. Um, they have an album coming out called The Mother of All Plagues, due out August 21st in the States. And we're going to hear the song All Souls Are Mine. And then we're going to play Dusk Machine from Germany, Canada, and the U.S. with Bloodshed. And then we're going to go into Hallucination, a lovely death metal band from Italy with Overhumanist. <laughs>
All right. Good tunes there. Mm-hmm. Little note on Dusk Machine. Yeah. That features Joe Kmo mm-hmm. on vocals. Yeah. Who is actually a Rochester native. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, couple side notes about him. Mm-hmm. He uh, was played guitar for Overkill for a few years. That's cool. He sang for Annihilator for a few years. Again, cool. He's been in a bunch of other bands. Yeah. But, um, most notably to me is he was the fucking wonderful vocals on Liege Lord's Master Control. Mm, yeah. Fucking amazing. Yeah. I was like, this is like Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Excellent. So what do you got over there? Oh, um, so I found this, I came across this little post on Facebook. In your pocket? Yeah, no, Facebook. (laughs) Not my pocket. Your Facebook? So you have just acquired a non-human 80s sidekick. Which one are you choosing? Mm. Gizmo from the Gremlins. Mm. Falcor from The NeverEnding Story. Mm Mm-hmm. Ludo from Labyrinth, mm-hmm. E.T. Mm-hmm. from E.T., mm-hmm. Howard from Howard and the Duck. Mm-hmm. No, Howard the Duck. And the Duck. <laughs> Howard and the Duck. Yeah. It's like Matt and Barry. <laughs> um, or Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Uh, uh, what about Small Wonder? No, these are your choices. Oh, fuck. I know, where's Elf on here? Right? Um... Although Fat Lady wouldn't do well if Elf was here. <laughs> no. So what? What are? What's the sidekick for? Like you've just acquired a non-human eighty sidekick. Which are you choosing? Mm-hmm. You now have a sidekick. Okay. I don't know. I uh, I'm gonna go with ET because he has small legs. <laughs> <laughs> you have something in common. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. You know, mine's a toss-up between. Falcor mm-hmm. and Harry. Yeah. I feel like Harry would be pretty cool to hang out with. I hated that show. Yeah, but I mean, in comparison here, like. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. I never liked Howard the Duck. No. Um. Gizmo? Meh. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Falcor seemed like very wise, but mm-hmm. that might be another, if I go watch the never ending story, mm-hmm. I might be very disappointed. So yeah. I just won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's your homework. And Well, why would I want to be just like disappointed? <laughs> You're not going to go with the E.T.? Well, if you have E.T. and I live with you. <laughs> oh, so we'll each have our own sidekick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I hope they get along. <laughs> I think you're calling me basic. <laughs> no, I like UT. All right, so I got to point something out. Okay. This motherfucker here makes us bring home this moldy ass fucking. <laughs> this... <laughs> are you high on bleach? <laughs> yeah, my fucking eyes are burning. Yeah, it's pretty bad in here. You fucking bleached us out. <clears throat> yeah, my throat's burning. Yeah. So My eyes are burning. It's in right. our fucking bedroom. All right. Pit and peak here. 
Th- well, no, this is our studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, studio. <laughs> so we accomplished something today. Hmm. After almost five years, we, tomorrow, are done with storage. Mm-hmm. There is no more storage. Mm-hmm. We've brought home all the media. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all over the place, but it's here. Yeah. And the last thing was this small chest freezer. Yeah. And it has not been opened in almost five years. Yeah. <sighs> and when we opened it, it was filled with... Um, like moldy, dirty, like I don't know, three quarters of an inch of water in the bottom of it. Yeah, nasty. Um, and yeah, it's pretty yeah. gross. Now it's here, bleaching us out. And now it's here, and I thought we'd air it down, air it out downstairs for a while. Um, but I I don't know if somebody came by and like closed it. I don't understand what happened. I think you did it. Uh, maybe I don't know. You do um. shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> then you flip out. <laughs> oh, fuck, close this. <laughs> I didn't flip out. Um, but so we brought it upstairs and we thought, oh, well, we'll put it in the bathroom mm-hmm. and you let it that. air it. <laughs> let it air out. Um, All right. Let, what can we do with this? Fucking moldy ass shit. Let's put it in our bedroom and fill it with bleach. <laughs> fucking brilliant <laughs> you let me do it and here we are i'm not arguing with you you're fucking raging down there oh my goodness here's something else over there you threatened to punch me in the hernia no i, I didn't like, no all right whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> more exciting news we have this week for the first time in months mm-hmm. literally months in-studio guests coming. Yep. Awesome. And they're fantastic guests, mm-hmm. like all of our other guests, mm-hmm. and we're very excited. Like the Pointer Sisters, I am so excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay, we have three more awesome bands to play. Yes, we do. What are we hearing first? Infamous Demise from Arizona with the song Infamous Demise. We're going to hear the title track off of the new Morgue Walker, which is called Forge the Ash. And then we are going to end the episode with an awesome thrash metal band, Terrifier, with the song Nuclear Demolisher. That's right. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And don't, don't be an asshole. That's right. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> don't be an asshole.
This grim dystopian podcast was brought to you by the Circa 1095 Crusade, where so many have lost their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ.